Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. And welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here with the one, the only, Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? We have a lot going on. Oh, my goodness. It's crazy around here. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm absolutely just, I'm so excited. And, I mean, it's, it's been a long undertaking. The book's almost, the book's almost there, the, you know. We'll use the football thing because I'm dying, you know, since I think the Dodgers, so, so Daryl, since I think the Dodgers are out of it, I'm so, I'm past baseball season, even though they're, you know, they're a smidgen out of first, I just right, right. that happening. I'm just looking forward to football season. So using that analogy, the ball's sitting at about the five yard line, the book's almost there, the website's almost done, the feedback's been incredible. And I'm just, I'm honored that, you know, I, there's an overused word out there, the tribes building, but yeah, the, the feedback and everything from selling from the heart, I think it's starting to resonate and it's, and I, and I'm really excited. Oh my goodness. And some of the things that I, I wish I could talk about them. We're going to talk about them soon. It's going to be so exciting. So stay tuned. Uh, this is going to be a fun summer. In fact, next week, we're, we're just now uh, today, as we're recording this, it's the first day of summer. Next week, we're going to be talking about practical things you can do over the summer to crush your quota as we head into the last half of the year. But today, um, we've got a fantastic topic. I do want to welcome all of our listeners, especially those of you who are new. You have joined a community of sales professionals that are genuine, that are authentic, that are dedicated to doing the hard work. We call it Selling from the Heart. And uh, thanks for joining us. And thank you to all of our friends around the world who are part of this community. It's, uh, it's a blast hearing from you and uh, interacting with you. But today we want to talk about something that I think is, is really important. We've been talking about listening, uh, but since we're all about selling from the heart, we're going to lift the hood and we're going to look inside. Uh, Larry, set us up a little bit today about uh, what we're thinking and kind of what sparked this conversation. Yeah, no, thanks, Daryl. I got a... Um you know, every now and then I'll, I'll get a testimonial or get a recommendation that just kind of, it wows me. Well, I, I got one the beginning of this week that um, I almost cried on, literally. And um, th- this this salesperson, it, you know, it, it's, it's currently a sales team that I work with. But this, I really work this salesperson because I firmly believe that we all have a brand and I always talk about it. We all have a brand, Daryl. We all have a story to tell. It's how well we tell that story and it's how well we articulate it. And we got to be able to say it with conviction, right? Mm. We got to be concise with it. Well, I really worked with this salesperson and I worked and we went back and forth and I urged this person and I urged this person, I know what you're all about. You just got to spend the time to figure out who you are, which means you got to go off into a quiet place and you got to figure this out. So I gave him the tools and all that. Well, it comes back is I got the, a testimonial of a lifetime that, that I've really have touched this person. You know, I've changed their, changed their whole mindset. You know, I've touched their heart. And all of a sudden, this person goes, I understand my story. 
I understand how to go to market. I feel good about myself. I know my value. And more importantly, I feel comfortable now when I can open up a conversation with somebody because my message aligns to who I am and I'm not trying to be somebody who I'm not. And, and I, and I share that for one simple reason is, you know, we go back to podcasts where we've talked about empty suits and we've, you know, Mm -hmm. we've that thing, you know, into the ground, but you know, one way to avoid being that empty suit is to really get it aligned with who you are, understand your values, understand your story, and more importantly, how to articulate it. So at the end, it tugs on somebody's heartstrings. That's fantastic. You know, if you think about it, of course, all of us are in sales because we want to make money. Um, we make money by getting, by getting gross profit. How do we get profit? We get profit by adding value. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, if you want to, if you really do want to make profit, you've got to add value. Well, where does the value come from? Well, some of that value certainly comes from your, your company and what you deliver and how you deliver it. There's no question about that. But, but everybody has a company that delivers some kind of value. All your competitors do. So what's going to set you apart and what's going to be the, the delta? What's going to be the difference uh, between you and your competitors and, and winning and not just winning, but winning profitably. And that is uh, not just bringing into the conversation the value your company brings, but bringing into the conversations the value that you personally bring. And to know that, you know, the value you create is actually very closely and intimately connected to your own personal values that you bring to the table, right, Larry? Yeah. And, and it's especially so. So yesterday I was um, I had an opportunity to, you know, to share kind of my insights and work with a group of tenured sales reps in a market that's highly commoditized. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, this one was, you know, you're no different than everybody else. And, and I said, listen, you know, if that's the case then it's you and it's your differentiation that brings you to the market. Because I always ask, I always enjoy asking people, Daryl, you know, in your marketplace, how many people do the exact same thing you do in the minds of the buyer, not in your mind, but in the minds of the buyer, because that's the one that counts. Right. Right. And the number is the number, right? It could be 10, 15, 20, 50. It really just depends on, you know, what you're marketing in your marketplace. Yeah. So I asked this to a group of tenured sales reps. So there's 30 or 40 of them. And it all came back to, well, it's the company. It's, you know, our solution. I said, no, guys, right? The reason why pigeonholed as a commodity is you're not creating any differentiation. You're bringing no value. Guys, I don't care if if you've been in the business 20 years or five years or you're just starting out. It's you. You're the differentiation. And if you can set yourself apart from somebody else and say it in a way that you own it, you mean it, you can look somebody dead in the eye and say, this is what you get. This is what I can bring to your organization that's different from anybody else you've ever met before. Right. You know, and I think, you know, on one level, we think we can get away with working for a decent company that does a good job and then, you know, bringing some relationship skills to the table. Uh, but if you think about it, that's all, all your competitors, right? All your competitors work for probably decent companies. Not, you know, let's just make that assumption. And they all have some level of rapport building or relationship skills. So, so what are you going to do to, to stand out in that crowd? And uh, I say at the, at the end of the day, I mean, if I've got to, if I've got to decide who I'm going to work with, I want to work with somebody who 
understands the value they bring, articulates it clearly, and, and delivers value to my organization. So what are some of the examples of, of I'm just curious, I'll throw this out here, Larry, for us to think about some of the values that are, are critical to nurture as, as sales professionals that want to add value in the marketplace? Well, I, I mean, it just, it just goes back to, I'll use mine is you, you truly got to understand you. So what I mean is you, you, you got to bring your authentic self. You got to bring your genuine self and all that. And that's fine. I mean, we all know that, but I think people just say, Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm genuine. I'm on 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 a, and I'm an authentic person, but are you really, what is, what's that mean? Right. So I think, you know, a lot of what, what, what I did when I was out in the field that I encourage people to do now is if you want to understand the value that you bring mm-hmm. is understand the value that you bring to your current clients. That's so a great, you, great start. You know, yeah. So, you know, so one place, and I encourage this, and this is a tough thing, Daryl. And, you know, I even shared with a group of salespeople yesterday is go back to your top clients. Yes. Not, not, not random, the ones you, you know, go back to those one, those top five. Those are the ones that your competitors are targeting. Those are the ones that are going to hurt if you lose. And those and are the ones you want more of. Those are the exactly. And, you know, one place to start is go back to these clients and ask them, what's the value that I've been bringing to your organization? That could be one right there. So I'm just kind of curious, what are some of the things that you heard when you went and asked your clients that? Because I know you did this and I, I think that's, that is um, incredibly powerful. I'm going to tell a story about this as well in a moment. But what are some of the things that you personally heard? Um, I heard, you know, and I'll throw out words because, you know, these are the came to mind. Consistency, caring, okay. right? You're determined. You had our best interest. Mm-hmm. You were always there. You always had a smile on your face. You know, why... They, they may sound like they're not that big of a deal, but they're huge, but they're, but they're huge. huge right. And, and the reason being, these, these are stuff that my clients were saying. Yes. You always, you always went above and beyond. Right. I know I could count on you. You were there when we needed you. Yeah, absolutely. So, so to continue along that, 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 um, thread of, of thought here, then Larry, if those, those things that people said, you're consistent, you're caring, you're determined, you, you know, you give a rip, all of those, those types of things, how then would, and, and I think those types of characteristics are, are the characteristics that a lot of people would want to bring. Mine would be a little bit different than yours. I'll maybe share mine in a second, but then how do you weave that into your story that you tell um, face-to-face and, and online? in a selling situation. It, it, it would be no different. And it would just be, you know, Hey, Daryl, right. If, if, if you and I, if you were a, a prospect and I was a seller is, you know, Daryl, let me share with you, right. Mm-hmm. Let me share with you what some of my clients have to say about me, because we already know it's a fair assumption that you already have your preconceived notion of what most salespeople are like. Right. <laughs> right. Yes. And we've all had those experiences and rightfully so. Yes. Let me, let me share with you, if you'll allow me, let, let me share with you for, for the next 15, 30 seconds. Here's some of the words. Here's some of the things that my clients have had to say about me. Right. Boom. And I'd lay them out 
And then, and then one of the things that I'd also have is, yeah, and I carry things on paper, right? You're going to hate it, but that was just me because mm-hmm. it's just easy for me to take out of a notebook is I'd have my top 25 clients. I'd have their names, right? Right. Yep. Down there, you know, top client one all the way through 25. And I would say, Hey, Daryl, you know what? Just randomly put your finger on any one of those. I'll tell you who to call. I'll tell you exactly what they'll say and so forth. And I said it with conviction, right? Because I knew what my top 25 clients had to say about me. I knew the values that that I brought to them. They knew me, right? We were intimately involved in terms of that business relationship. Mm -hmm. And I used it as a selling weapon because a lot of salespeople just have their one or two go-to accounts. Right. Absolutely. But I would, I love top 25. It's beautiful, Larry. But but I would take, you know, I would take those top 25 and I would make sure that I knew the value, right? What characteristics would you use to describe me? What words would you use to describe the work that I've done for you? And I did it for a reason, A, because I cared. Yes. And secondly is we all have stories and I can sit down and I can say, hey, you know what? My client over there at ABC company, Mm-hmm. shared the same thing, right? Had the same mindset that you're going through right now that they don't trust any salesperson. Well, let me share with you what's happened over the course of the last three years or five years that's changed their perception. Wow. Most yeah. salespeople, right. see, most, most salespeople won't do that because most salespeople sell and go. Yes. And then, you know, and how do you build a, you know, I'll use this one, Daryl, is how do you build a, a marriage, right? You can't build a consistent marriage with, you know, or dating if you don't communicate Right. Yep. If you, if you only saw, right. If you only saw your wife every 90 days, you're not going to be married. Right. Either, of would, course. either would I, either would I, right. Well, and that's, that's. Uh, so, then, so then, so why do salespeople say, Hey, I got great relationships, with my accounts and all you see them is every now and then. And it's self-serving at best. I got, Oh, I got great relationships, Daryl, with my accounts, but I only see them when I want to sell them something. Yeah. 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 I think that's good. You've got to communicate those, but then you also have to take those, those values and you have to operationalize them. Right. But, got to- but here's the tough part. You got to be as vulnerable as hell. If you're going to go, if you're going to go to your clients and ask them, what's the value I bring? <laughs> what's, what would be some of the words then you got to be able to take it. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be as unpleasant. No, as no, as it's not at all. And I, I gotta say, you know, I, <laughs> so I, I own, I'm involved in some businesses, I own some businesses. And, um, and one of the, one of the strategic objectives we have is creating case studies. So, um, so I went and did this, I've been doing this this week, actually, some of our key clients, um, the businesses I'm involved in, I sat down, I interviewed them for 30 minutes. I said, look, I want to, you know, write a success story about how we've helped your organization grow. And I sat down and I interviewed them. Uh, first of all, uh, well, so I recorded the interview, handed that off. Someone said, write up a case study, which is great. But I got to tell you, by the end of both of these interviews, Larry, I was almost in tears because it was not, not that it was so bad, but because it was so amazing because I have some, some values that I want to bring to the table. One of the, one thing that is, as you know, me is, uh, near and dear to my heart is innovation. And, you know, so, and, you know, my values all start with the same letter because I have an alliteration sickness. So they're, they're right here taped on my monitor, integrity, innovation, inspiration, investment, and impact. Those are my words 
that I live by. So it was really cool to be able to interview the client, ask them how we'd impacted their business, what benefits. Um, actually, you know, if you want to do this, it's, it's really simple. Uh, the questions are easy. What challenges were you facing before we got involved? What did we do for you? And how have you benefited? And then the little icing, that cherry on the top is, what would you say to other clients who are interested in, you know, considering working with me? And um, what was beautiful, though, is as I reflected on those interviews later, and then today, I actually just got the write-up for the first one, I saw our values, my values woven through that entire conversation, which, you know, was really beautiful because it kind of let me know that, um, you know, they said things like, look, when you, when, when you and your team meet with us on a quarterly basis, um, you're always bringing new ideas to the table and we really appreciate that. Well, innovation, you know, that's a core value. I saw that flowing through and, uh, you know, it got me thinking as sales, you know, you're always challenging our audience to go out and ask their, their, uh, the, the customers, I, you, some of you might want to even amp it up another level and go, I'd love to write a success story about this, you know, and ask those questions, put your iPhone on the table, you know, record, uh, with their permission ask the questions, what challenges were you facing? What have we done for you? And how's your business benefited? Um, you'll learn a lot doing that. Um, and you can take that back to your marketing department, give them the recording and have them write it up. But that, you know, it was really beautiful because in the middle of all that, not only did I hear our values coming through, I also got a really good idea about um, what, what our clients actually value that we do, right? So, um, and I think there's, there's this whole thing that we were talking about before the show started where really what we're aiming towards is we need internal alignment and we need it aligned with the external. So we need the values of, of that are, that we hold dear as individuals that are, are meaningful to us that we bring to the table. We need to communicate those and we need to see that those are received and valued on the client's end as well. And when we can figure out what's core to us, what the clients that we want to work with really value. Now we know what to weave into our story. No, and, and boy, wow. I mean, you brought up a lot of great stuff. And, and one of the things is that, and this could, be a, this could be a challenge for all of our listeners to take back to their sales organizations as well, mm-hmm. is can you imagine the power, Daryl, that regardless of the number of the, you know, the, the salespeople in that sales team, if every salesperson started with their top five? Yes, and they went back and they started building these stories. Mm-hmm. Let's just use the math. Let's say it's a, it's, a, it's a sales team of 10. Right. And each one did their top five and built a case study. And they asked these questions. My gosh, Daryl, you got 50 case studies. You got 50 right. testimonials. You got 50 stories. That is power right there. But the issue does it, it takes a little bit of work and you, you know, that to me, that's the difference between sales reps and sales professionals exactly. and a well-run sales team is doing the extra work because can you imagine being able to go out now and prospect and share those stories? Let me share with you what these five people have to say. It's not, I it's not wait, what I, so we're, I mean, these, this was done in preparation for a trade show we're going to oh, next week. I can't but, wait to have, I mean, these are going to be printed out in hand. That reminds me of, you know, and, uh, and all and that stuff's powerful because 
look, here's, here's the deal. And this, you know, you know, if you've hung out here for any period of time, um, we're always talking about understanding your values and getting, uh, you know, really in touch with your heart. I mean, we're talking about selling from the heart, right? It's the depth, but we want to see those values. We want to, it's one thing for me to say, Hey, Larry, I have a personal value. I, I, I give a rip. Okay. Well, that's great. Well, it's another thing to hear that echoed back from a current customer, current client saying, you know what, Larry, man, that guy is, he's passionate about our company. He really cares about it. Um, you know, he, he brings value to our organization. He's always there for us. And uh, not only is he determined, even when we like put a bunch of stuff on him that may seem almost impossible, he gets it done and he delivers it with a smile. Now that hearing that back from a customer, um, then takes, does two things. Number one, it, it validates that your values are actually coming through, which is good. Number two, it creates that story um, that you can now weave into the, the future presentations to prospective clients. And that's way more uh, powerful than uh, the sales rep that comes in, slaps your back and, you know, gives, talks about the, the Rams and, uh, you know, shoots out a low price. Yeah. And, and, and to take that even a step farther is, can you imagine the new relationships that you start opening? And I, and I, and I look back on, I look back on my old clients and previous sales lives, and we all shared some of those same characteristics. We all shared some of those same values. I mean, let's even take it a step farther. Look in your personal circle of friends, right? Yes. A lot of your friends, and I know some of your friends, Daryl, they all share those same values that you share. My inner circle shares that same values that I share. I mean, you kind of, we all run in the same tribes, right? And by values, you mean, you mean good quality wine, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I taught you that. the values, right? All right. No, I, I taught you good quality wine because you're, you're, you're low budget for a while, but that's okay, right? Uh, hey, that's why we have friends, Larry. But yeah, yeah you're right. I mean, that- but, but, no, but that's the think about it because yeah, I, read, I read a really good article on LinkedIn a couple of days ago. You are basically who you hang out with. You mm-hmm. become who you hang out with. Right. You think about that as a salesperson when you're out there prospecting for new business. Not only are you prospecting, open up new conversations, but maybe you're prospecting for Mm -hmm. those executives, right? Those decision makers that share those same values. And guys, you can find that because with the advent of social, it's easy to find those out about people. Easy. Well, and there, you know, so you talk about telling the story now. Of course, the stories get told verbally, face to face, but those stories also get told online. And that's where you know, when you understand your values, I think almost, I mean, I'm seeing this come, come out and <laughs> our listeners know we work some of this stuff out <laughs> right here, live on the podcast. But these are, these are therapy sessions sometimes for us anyway. It's good. It's cheap therapy. Uh, thanks for joining us. So <laughs> you no, seriously though, you look at this, you go, okay, I understand my values, right? I get, I get, you know, I get quiet. I get away. I get it. I understand my values. And someday we need to do like, Larry, we need to do like retreats someday where we bring. No, no, dude. Cause I, dude, I'm stop, dude. I'm stopping you right there because the last time that you told me, Hey, yes. why, don't, why don't we hang out? We're going to go out and we're going to do a retreat and we're going to soul search and all that. I spent two and a half days with you and you were convinced me to write selling from the heart. So <laughs> no, no, that's good. So, <laughs> um, you know, so, so you've got to f- first, um, you've got to understand your, your values and then, then ask your customers, ask your clients about 
you know, does it, what, what were you, do the case study model. I'm telling you, it works brilliantly. What challenges you were facing before I came along? What did we do for you and how have you benefited? And then, then try to see, A, are my, did my values play a part in that? And if I have a list of, say, five values uh, personally that are really important to me, what's the stack ranking of those values in terms of what's imp- most important to a client? So, for example, I mean, I, um, you know, I, 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 one of my values is innovation. And I love coming up with new ideas. I read for new ideas. I'm always looking for new ideas and new ways to do things. When, when, and while I was listening to that client talk to me, um, I've got them saying, you're innovative. Okay, great. You know, that's getting through. And they appreciate that value. So it's starting to define how I tell my story. You know, one of the things my clients really enjoy about us is that, you know, I, along with my team, am able to bring innovative new ideas to the business so that we're always looking for ways to help our clients optimize their results, blah, 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 right? And uh, so understand your values, understand what your comp- what your clients appreciate about you, and then kind of stack rank those values so then you can tell your story. And, uh, you know, if your clients um, value that, that you're, you know, you keep hearing that, that, uh, they value the, the way that you are, um, you know, just caring and genuine and take the time to, um, get to know everybody in their company, whatever that is, then use that as like one of your leads in terms of how you communicate the value that you bring. So Larry, one of the things my clients really tell me they appreciate about being, I know you have a lot of different choices when it comes to X, Y, Z, uh, product or solution you sell. One of the things my clients tell me consistently is, boom, you know, myself and our team, we always bring innovation to the table so that not only are they able to realize the benefits for what they're talking about now, but we're consistently bringing new ideas. So we know that that's my value. That's a value a company, uh, clients appreciate. That becomes part of my communication, face-to-face and digital. Boy, you did, you, you just... Bam! Dude, you threw it out there like a bottle of fine wine. <laughs> Holy smokes. But, but you know what, though? It, it does. It, it makes logical sense. And, you know, I understand because we get it, right? Yeah. But the, the average salesperson struggles with this because, unfortunately, this isn't brought up within sales organizations. Yeah. Because, you know, and that's the downfall and, you know, that's a topic of a whole nother conversation. Well, that's okay. We're not talking to average salespeople here. Exactly. <laughs> but, but, you know, the thing is, is can you imagine, just think about it. Can you imagine you laying that on somebody? Yes. In a net new, they're going to go, oh, oh my goodness. gosh, music to my ears. Where do I sign? Right. And I'm keeping it simple for, for, for this sake. Yeah. But, can you imagine all of a sudden you're going to get someone who's going to sit upright in their chair and they're going to go, tell me more. I haven't heard this before. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. What a great conversation today. Um, and so much, so much action to take here. I guess the, the action items are pretty obvious. You know, if you haven't done this, get quiet, get, go away, you know, find a Saturday morning or, or a quiet evening and, and get away and start thinking about, well, what are my values? What's really important to me? Um, and then sometime in the next week, I challenge you to go out and, um, you know, ask your clients about their experience of working with you. And if you want to really set it up well, say, hey, I want, I'd like to do a case study, a success story on, on how we've helped your organization. Would you be willing to do that for me? Your best clients, if you've added value, are going to say yes. 
and go out and ask them the three questions. You know, what, what were the challenges you were facing before I came along? What have we done for your company and how have you benefited? And that conversation, by the way, doesn't need to take more than 15 or 20 minutes. Uh, it could, but, um, you know, put your iPhone down on the table, record it and bring it back to your marketing department. Or if you don't have one, hack together a case study and get someone that uh, you know that can proofread to, uh, to, to edit it. That's what I do. And uh, then you've got, I mean, just incredibly powerful stuff. So that's what our challenge is to you. Come back next week. Next week, we're going to kick off the summer. Um, we're going to have uh, an action items that you can take over the summer to set yourself up for an unbelievably second, uh, successful second half. But until then, be genuine, be honest, be real, understand your values, do the hard work, and most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.